Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. Now, the mom mind, especially the ADHD mom mind, is unique and beautiful, and it requires a bit more intentional care than most. Now, during this episode, I talk about what what mental hygiene is and why it's as important as physical hygiene, especially for moms with ADHD. I talk about using our minds in the most powerful way. I talk about how people with ADHD possess innate gifts that are necessary for entrepreneurship and running a neurodiverse household. I also talk about five mental hygiene supports that we can use to care for our beautiful, unique ADHD minds. But before we dig in, I wanted to be sure that you've downloaded the free ADHD supports guide I created for you. Honestly, it might be a good idea to have your guide handy each week while you listen to the podcast because it's often so full of tips, tools, practices, and resources to support you on your ADHD journey. After listening to this episode, you just might want to add a mental hygiene support or two to your ADHD supports plan. Now, if you haven't already, download the ADHD supports guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports or find the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime, Let's enjoy the ride together. Mental well-being is achieved through mental hygiene. It's as important as physical hygiene, especially for the ADHD mind. It's all about taking good care of your mind. And for our purposes here, mental hygiene is a part of your mental self-care. Now, research shows the intricate connection between the mind and the body. So when you're taking care of your mind, you're also taking care of your body and vice versa. It's a double hit of self-care. Now, the mom mind, especially the ADHD mom mind, is unique and beautiful, and it requires a little more intentional care. So as much as it might might drive us batty at times, the mind is a powerful tool. It keeps your family alive. It keeps your household running. It can be used to create incredible things when we give it the care that it requires. So just think about the inventions that came from these female minds. Josephine Cochran invented the dishwasher. Mary Anderson invented the windshield wiper. And what about Spanx? Thank you, Sarah Blakely. (laughs) They had an idea. They used their minds and they created it. The cool thing is, is that your mind is no different, ADHD or not. In fact, people with ADHD are natural entrepreneurs. Close to 60% of all entrepreneurs have ADHD. According to psychiatrist Ned Holloway, people with ADHD possess innate energy, grit, creativity, originality, insight, and interpersonal skills. All necessary to be entrepreneurs, all necessary to run a neurodiverse household. So keep in mind next time, keep that in mind next time you want to berate yourself for being unfocused or disorganized or overwhelmed. Your mind is beautiful, unique, and incredibly powerful. It just requires a bit more care and attention than than your neurotypical friends. 
Now, there are several supports that we can put in place to care for our beautiful, unique minds, for our mental hygiene, for our mental well-being. And I'm going to share five of them here. I'm going to talk about physical hygiene. I'm going to talk about information storage. I'm going to talk about loving messages, resting the mind, and focus tools. So again, take what resonates and leave the rest. Consider, consider adding one mental hygiene tool to your ADHD supports plan, just one. And for all of those other brilliant ideas that resonate with you, that are a hell yes, but not right now, put them in your green room so you can keep them safe. So number one is physical hygiene. Just like the body, good nutrition, hydration, rest, and exercise are crucial for the health of the mind. It's helpful to remember that when we take care of our bodies, we're taking care of our minds too. It's all connected, mind, body, and soul. Secondly, the mind is a powerful tool, but it is not a container. Okay, holding things like to do's and dates, information, numbers and decisions takes up a lot of mental energy. So when the mind is containing, it doesn't have room for much else. And when you have an ADHD mind like mine, your mind overfloweth. <laughs> now, in order to use our beautiful, unique minds in the most powerful way, we need to create simple, flexible systems for extracting the information from our minds so we can use them for what they're intended. Now, I personally use a digital calendar for keeping track of my schedule and a Trello board to keep track of the rest of my life. Now, Trello is an amazing digital project management tool that I use to house my entire life as well as my green room. But if you're unfamiliar with the green room concept, have a listen to the episode called A Safe Place for Your Brilliant Ideas after you listen to this one. Don't worry, I will include the link in the show notes. Now, I also like to hand off some of these responsibilities, some of these things that that uh, scramble around in my brain to my family. Now, being a neurodiverse family, they often fall back in my lap, but at least I'm giving my kids the experience of taking on responsibility. Now, another thing I do is to schedule decision-making time because making decisions can be a huge mindset, especially for the ADHD mind. So let this lesson be permission to let your mind off the hook and relieve it of keeping track of all of the mind-sucking things. Now, sometimes you have to slow down to speed up, and this is one of those instances. Think of it as sending some love to the future you. Now, there's an episode called Decluttering the ADHD Mind that may be helpful after this one. So I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes, like I said. I'm also going to suggest, if you haven't done it already, is to, to do an ADHD mindset. So this is, I did this live and I do this live, but I've turned it into a mini course and I will put the link to that as well. Now, thirdly, we can choose what we allow to enter the mind, what to feed it, what thoughts to think. Now, the human brain is wired to keep us safe, to always be on the lookout for danger. This may be how the negativity bias that human minds um, have, maybe that this might be how it developed. Now, the negativity bias refers to the way that negative information and experiences tend to carry more weight in our minds than positive ones. It's why the news is generally so full of bad news. Even though as psychologist and former journalist Daniel Goleman says, 
on any day of the year, the denominator of kindness will be vastly different than the denominator of cruelty. What he was saying was that there's so much more good news than bad news, but that the good news doesn't sell. That's it. Okay, so if you've ever heard that we need to hear five positives for every negative comment, this is why. When we have ADHD, that negative negativity bias is extra loud. Okay, so that's why we want to seek out the good news. We want to seek out the positive. We, we want to train our minds. Now, the cool thing is, is that we can choose what enters our minds. We can choose what media to listen to. We can choose who we talk to. We can choose what thoughts to think. We can choose joy. In fact, choosing our thoughts is the only thing that we have 100% control of. Now, Ralph Waldo, Waldo Emerson said, stand guard the portal of your mind. And what he was saying is become very aware of the thoughts that you're having before they take up resonance in your mind and become more difficult to change. And again, our ADHD minds love to hang on to a thought. But consider this, your thoughts create your reality, not the other way around. Even if you have ADHD, your thoughts generate feelings, feelings generate actions, and actions generate results. So we can choose to fill our minds with loving messages. Now, I absolutely love this quote by Florence Gavel Shin. She's a new thought leader from the early 1900s. She says, to, or she said, today is the day of my amazing good fortune. It's a simple way of giving your mind direction, an invitation to find the good. Oh, today's the day of my amazing good fortune. What good am I going to find in this day? Okay, so consider these simple ways to send your mind loving messages, seeking out the good news movement affirmations, and using empowered language. Now, when I say seek out the good news, I'm not saying don't watch the news. What I'm saying is be selective about where you place your attention and your energy. So maybe for each negative news story you hear, you seek out three or four uplifting positive ones. Seek out your own good news. Choose podcasts, websites, videos, books, and Facebook groups that feed you with stories about joy and hope and love and possibility. So here are a few places that I go to seek out good news. Goalcast, Power of Positivity, and Soul Pancake. And one of the most beautiful things about seeking the good news is that you're teaching your kids how to do it too. So movement affirmations are brilliant. They are simply including intentional movement while saying an affirmation out loud. It gets the message into your body and into your nervous system. And consider getting into the practice of using empowered language. You can't just remove a thought. You have to replace it with something. So consider, uh, so with some practice, you can get, get in the habit of replacing what we call common language with empowered language. Now, empowered language is simple. But it's a really powerful way to shift the way that you think in your speak. So when it feels like a negative thought or a negative statement needs to come out of your mouth or, or, or run through your mind, consider adding using these simple phrases up until now. So simple, but it changes everything. Up until now, I was bad with money. Up until now, I had bad luck with relationships. Up until now, I didn't know how to do it. It sends the message that things are changing. Another great word that I absolutely love is shifting. Giving yourself the message that you may not be experiencing yet, but you're shifting into it.
You're shifting into understanding. You're shifting into health. You're shifting into peace. So here's the thing. Maybe you're not feeling peaceful at the moment, but you're shifting into it. Maybe you're not feeling healthy at, at the moment, but you're shifting into it. See what I'm saying? It's subtle, but it's really powerful. And I love this one too. There's a part of me that I am afraid becomes a part of me feels afraid. I am confused becomes a part of me feels confused. I am lonely becomes a part of me feels lonely. So here's the thing. I'm not lonely. Like when we say I am afraid, my whole being is not afraid. There's a part of me that feels afraid. Okay. So subtle shifts in the way that you think and you talk. Empowered thinking is so simple, but it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. Now, the fourth one is to give your mind a rest. Create the space for meditation and mindfulness. And I know, I know the M word, but hear me out. There are so many benefits to meditation. Studies show that the health benefits of a regular meditation practice are vast. For those of us with ADHD, meditation can help with increased attention, better problem solving, a reduction in depression, anxiety, and stress, improved awareness of emotions, and so much more. It's a no-brainer support for moms with ADHD. Now, meditation is the practice. Now, hear me here, okay? Meditation is the practice of bringing your mind back to the present moment over and over and over again. That's the practice. The practice is you notice your mind is wandering. You bring your mind, you gently remind your, remind your mind or bring your mind back to the present moment. It wanders, you bring it back. That's the practice, okay? You may think that you can't meditate, but it may be because you've been trying to have a blank mind, okay? That is not the practice. The practice of meditation is not to have a blank mind. That is a losing battle, okay? Again, the practice is over and over again. You notice your mind is wandering. You gently bring it back to the present moment. That is it. So meditation is not about sitting with an absolutely blank mind for 30 minutes, three times a day. No, I'm going to encourage you to start small. Maybe it's three minutes in a guided meditation. Maybe it's one minute. Now I've been meditating for over 30 years now and my meditations are generally no more than 10 minutes, but they're powerful. Now meditation is a great way to clear that mental clutter. Okay, that accumulates throughout the day. Think about it this way. If you are too busy rushing from thing A to thing B and you don't take the time for your mental health, mental hygiene, you don't take the time to give your mind a rest, you will eventually end up with a mess to clean up in your own head. Okay. Now you can use meditation to reduce stress as well. I mean, we live in a noisy world. We are bombarded daily with messages, opinions, marketing, and the demands of others in the cacophony of life. Even in the chaos of life, it's possible to find a quiet place inside of yourself, a sanctuary. Now, you can also use meditation to to listen to your intuition or your wise self. Now, they say that we have 60,000 thoughts every single day. How in the world do we expect to be able to hear our intuition if we don't reset our minds, if we don't give our minds a rest? Now, in 2014, after more than 20 years of practicing yoga, I became certified as a yoga teacher. Now, it wasn't to teach yoga. It was really, it was for my own exploration. 
I received my RYT 200, which is your registered yoga teacher, 200 hours. And I did at least 30 minutes of yoga every single day for nine months. I'm really proud of myself, by the way. Um, and I made an incredible discovery during that training. I intuitively heard, felt, and sensed that what I needed more of, more than the asana, that which is the yoga postures, is meditation. So now, if I only have a, a, a short, a, a, a little bit of time to do my yoga, I will choose meditation hands down. Now, this was a breakthrough for me because I'm a mover. I move my body constantly. I thought I needed more movement, more embodiment. But I, what I learned was I needed less on the mat, at least. I needed less movement. Okay. So, Again, if I only had time for either asana or meditation, I hands down choose meditation. Now, mindfulness is another form of resting the mind. Mindfulness is really basically the mental state achieved by focusing your awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting your feelings, your thoughts, and your bodily sensations. It's just noticing. You know, like, remember I talked about the nature walk, just noticing without judgment, just noticing. So mindfulness can be achieved through meditation, or it can be as simple as like taking a pause throughout the day. Now, the fifth, the, the fifth, uh, the fifth mental hygiene um, support that uh, it, I believe is the most important way to take care of your mind especially for those of us with ADHD, is to give your mind something to focus focus on. Because this ADHD mind runs amok if it doesn't have something constructive to focus on. No, I truly believe that living a vision-driven life is the cure to overwhelm and a crucial part of your mental hygiene when you have ADHD. And it all starts with a crystal clear life vision. It gives your interest-based ADHD mind something interesting and important to focus on. You. I mean, what can be more interesting and important? Now, at the beginning of the pandemic, after the world had been sent home, I was checking in with my clients during a group coaching call uh, just to see how everybody was doing. And one of them said she felt kind of guilty because while everyone around her was freaking out, she said she felt calm and confident in where she was headed. She said it almost felt like like we had been in training for this, okay? Living a vision-driven life. So when you're living a vision-driven life, you can actually experience yourself becoming the very best version of yourself every single day, even if you're not there yet. So consider these focus tools as supports. A life vision, it's an energetic blueprint of who you're becoming. It's all about feeling into what you want and who, who, who you're becoming. A vision board is also a really incredible, powerful focus, focus tool. It's a visual tool based on your life vision. And a vision walk is an intentional movement exercise that includes visioning. Now I'll put the link to the vision walk in the show notes so, so that you can, um, you can uh, grab it. Okay. It's a, like a 30 minute audio. Now, if you're thinking, Tracy, I have no idea what I really want. I would say, great. Let's start with what you don't want. You can use your challenges to propel you forward. You can use your challenges. You can turn your challenges into solutions or desired outcomes. Okay. There's a whole podcast episode de dedicated to creating, creating solutions out of your ADHD challenge challenges. And I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. 
So I talked about a lot today, okay? But I want you to take a breath, maybe choose one thing. Choose one thing that you can start, okay? So I talked about five types of supports for mental well-being. I talked about physical hygiene. I talked about information storage. I talked about loving messages, resting the mind, and using focus tools. So I hope you found this episode helpful, and I love to hear about what's resonating with you, what you love to learn about more about, as well as learning about the ADHD supports that work for you. So send me a DM or an email and let me know. I'd love to hear it. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. Now, one thing I know for sure is that managing ADHD is not a one-stop shop. There are so many tips, tools, practices, treatment options, and lifestyle accommodations to consider. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and wonder where in the world to start. If you're nodding your head yes, then you'll want to check out the free ADHD supports guide. It's a super simple step-by-step guide that keeps your ADHD brain engaged because it's interesting, it's important, and sometimes even a little exciting. I invite you to consider yourself a detective as you discover the ideal combination of supports to help you remain calm, be more consistent, stay focused on what's important, shift out of overwhelm and other big emotions more quickly make decisions more easily, and develop more confidence, all while becoming more of the person you know yourself to be. Download the guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. I truly believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Goodbye for now.